Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey there, handsome pod. It is your friend, Tig Notaro. I am in Europe and I have run into a few people from the States who have told me that they did not know I was taping my next stand-up special in Brooklyn at King's Theater, November 4th. I mentioned this at the end of the podcast, but in case you don't listen all the way through, which you should because there's important information there, I am taping my special November 4th, and I hope to see you there in Brooklyn. Go to tignotaro.com for all ticket and show information. Welcome to another episode of The Handsome Pod. It's Fortune Feimster. And I'm Tig Notaro. Oh, I fucked it up. That's okay. I'm so sorry. What is your name? I was going to say my name is uh, Mae Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Mae Martin. Oh, hello, Mae. (laughs) I think we all jumped in because we're excited to do the show i am excited today so pumped it's always a treat talking with you too it really is i look forward to it i'm buzzing today because first of all there's a bunch of hummingbirds by my apartment oh it feels like i'm in in a disney movie they just kind of appeared at like yeah at my window by this tree and then also um my uh friend let me drive her car i don't have a permit or a license let me drive it down sunset to walgreens (laughs) oh no and i am buzzing (laughs) You were pumped about driving. Had you ever oh. driven a car? Yeah, I've had three lessons, but not for months. And I'm rusty. Wait. And um, whoa, 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 whoa! You've only yeah. driven a car three times in your life. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding? <laughs> no. And she said, uh, "Do you want to drive to to Walgreens?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then I said, "I don't have my license." And she was like, "That's all right. You know, you got to practice." But I don't think she realized how. There's no way she knew that you've only <laughs> driven. <laughs> What was that? Two other times in your life? There's no way she knew that. Wait, really? She didn't know you hadn't. She knew I didn't have my license, but she knew I'd been taking lessons. But when I, the first question I asked when I got in the driver's seat was, "Which pedals the gas?" Oh no! <laughs> she was like, oh, "I would be like, shit. I'd be like, we're we're gonna actually not do this." Wait, yeah. More importantly, what kind of car was this? So I don't know cars. You know, it Clearly. wasn't a Tesla. I'll tell you what, it wasn't a Tesla. Didn't okay. have any helpful little videos playing for me to see. So you never learned to drive because you grew up in Toronto and it's yeah. just not a, like a 
you didn't really need a car there. It's public transportation. Uh-huh. And then, and and then, then, then you moved London. to the UK. No car needed there. And I think I kind of have a... I'm not a fetish, but I like being a passenger. I like, especially if I'm dating someone, I like being in that passenger seat. Really? Well, I'll go where they're taking me, you know? But, you know, sometimes <laughs> I feel like some people might be like, why are you always in the passenger seat? Why don't you yeah. drive sometimes? Do you ever get well, that? That's, that's what's starting to happen. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. So, I love yeah. driving. Driving is like one of my favorite things to do. I can just like really? aimlessly drive and listen to podcasts like Handsome uh-huh. um, really? and be really content. Do you go into like a, like, are you fully present when you're driving? Like, do you go into a Zen state? Or are you, cause I'm just hyper vigilant and aware, and I can't imagine a time where it's just like, natural mm. well i rent a lot of cars on the road because i'm doing like multiple cities in a weekend and so i often so drive braggadocious about right, renting all those cars <laughs> i'm a gold member <laughs> um and i so yeah i i'm pretty alert because you know these roads are long and there's a lot of yeah. things a lot of just things around that you gotta be on the lookout for mm, la is a yeah. tough place to learn to drive let me tell you you know yeah. where you don't want to drive, May? Where? San Fran. Oh, God. Really? Yeah, don't drive there. <laughs> With the Why? hill. Their the hills, hills are like this. Okay, and then oh. obviously May is so far away from driving a stick shift. Oh, my God. Yeah. You'll never drive a stick <laughs> shift. Your car, I, it would be <laughs> and like everything would be catching fire. You'll blow out the clutch, yeah. Yeah, you'll blow out the town. Oh. I mean, it's so insane. And you'd be rolling backwards with your with the black smoke. Oh, God. My very first car was a stick shift. And I was, uh, it was like a clunky car that needed to be like totally redone for me to drive it. And it took, we hired like a guy that kind of took his sweet ass time. So I didn't get the car for like a year until after I turned 16. And I was so antsy to drive that I didn't bother to take, have anyone teach me. I just <laughs> got in the car and I was what? meeting a bunch of friends. And so the whole time I'm like, boom, 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 like jerking and, <laughs> and like it's stalling in the middle of the intersections. And I'm like coming up to my friend's house and there's like a group of like 30 of them outside waiting. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, just come on, come on, just, just please just give me the driveway. And I, I'm having to take, take a left and I'm sitting and I start to go and it goes, Roop. Boom! <laughs> oh my! Right in front R- of everybody, boom. and they are dying laughing. <laughs> I just want an automatic car that has a fake stick shift in it, just for show, because I think it looks hot when people I drive love stick, a stick shift. shift. Yeah, it's so I fun. just love it, you feel so connected to the car, mm-hmm, and yeah, it's right. very rare to find a car with a stick shift. So my car, it is an older model. But man, do I love it so much. And 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 also it's oftentimes full of bird poop. Uh, it, I it I just <laughs> call it Well, I just I'm not really good at staying on top of getting it in a garage or getting it washed. And so I just call it the bird toilet is is basically <laughs> right. what my, this car is. <laughs> Plus, you keep all your pigeons in it. Well, there's that. But I'm just not really a car person. And so I've never been like, oh, I've got to replace my stick shift uh, bird toilet car because (laughs) I love driving my bird toilet around. 
Your bird toilet. I, love I would love driving my bird toilet. <laughs> I well, love <laughs> driving my bird toilet around. You are more alert with a stick shift because you're absolutely both your feet are working and your your, your hands shifting and. It is really right. anywhere but San Francisco. It is so fun to drive a stick shift. I know we have a long list of things we want to do together as outings, handsome outings. I know but we got to. I hope Thomas is keeping a list of <laughs> Thomas. I write this so. down. But you guys taking me out driving stick shift would be pretty. Fun. That would be great. Thomas has to film while we're teaching <laughs> May how to drive, and then we'll upload our uh, outings online. I would love that. Expect yeah. a lot of jerking at first. Yeah, it is just well, <laughs> adorable that you're a full-grown person Thank getting you, in a car. All, for acknowledging that. Yes, you're full-grown, and you're getting in this car, and you're just driving down the street and back. Yeah, yeah. to Walgreens and back. And oh my Did you God, buy anything on... at Walgreens? Yeah, I had to get a prescription filled. Oh um, exciting. So I really did feel like a, a grown-up. But man, I got a couple honks at me, yeah. and I got a couple... <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. gonna happen in la no matter what if you're a good driver or not i learned to drive when i was 12 what yeah dude i learned I'm earlier like... <laughs> i learned earlier <laughs> Quit yeah because i'm from you know a tiny town and my grandmother used to love going to this is like such an old person thing they love going to the cemetery <laughs> and checking on the family plot <laughs> <laughs> And what else is there to do <laughs> exactly yeah so she would go tend to the plot and like <laughs> plant flowers and stuff and i was always bored and the cemetery is all flat and you can see like who's coming where mm. and i would look around and there was no one around so at 12 years old she's busy planting flowers this is like one of those giant caprice classics mm. and i got in it and i just started driving it around the cemetery <laughs> oh and she running not... over plots <laughs> Running over tombstones. I mean, people it's being a like, "Don't go to bed. that cemetery." Being in the cemetery, you're okay. Everyone's already firmly planted. I bet there's like an urban legend about like the ghost of a 12 year old <laughs> drives around that cemetery. It, but it did not phase my grandmother. She was just like, I'd roll back up, and she'd be like, "Okay, ready to go?" And I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> That's awesome. I used to sneak my car out when I was a kid, and I mean, I was. So underage, and my parents would have parties, and they'd be up late, and I knew I could sneak out of the house while they were having a party, Whoa. roll the car <gasps> down out into the street, and then just go take my friends and get some fast food and smoke cigarettes, and then come back home, get back in bed, and that's incredible. Wow. One one time when my parents were in bed. I roll the car out and it's in front of the house and I don't start it. You know, I just roll it out. It's out in the street. And I, yeah. with the door, the, the driver door open, I have one hand on the driver door, one hand on the, the steering wheel, and I'm going to push it down the street so I can start it mm -hmm. down the road. And it's so hilarious because there's no world where starting up a car on the street would wake my parents up, but I right. still, <laughs> maybe like, what was that? What was that? What car started? Um, so I'm thinking I'm going to roll this car, you know, down the road a bit, but 
my friends, my very handsome friends, guess what this foolish one did? What? What? Laid my hand on the horn. On the horn. Yes. No. Yeah. So I'm now. I can't do it. Like, ah, and then I, I, I'm in front of my house. You see the I, light pop on? No, I leave. I leave the car abandoned in the street with the door open. I no. run. I hide in the bushes. And then I'm sitting there in the bushes looking at the car that's just sitting in the street. And I'm laughing at myself going, oh, what? My parents are going to walk out and see the car and be like, oh, no, Tig's not there. And then just go back into the house. <laughs> door wide open. Yeah, door wide open. Oh, my God. You're so, like, scram. Yeah. I did go back and push the car down the street and then oh, good. started up, smoked some cigarettes. Went to the French fries. restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you were you were making it all so much harder for yourself by thinking they're like, it's almost like you were going to run and wake them up and be like look someone tried to steal the car yeah. like you were just tr- overcompensating absolutely so may you are you are gonna try to get your permit got to i mean license what is it called permit first yeah per- oh you have to get the- permit your permit first and then will yeah. your girlfriend be in the passenger seat while you're driving i hope so i think that'd be pretty hot <laughs> you, you get like one arm around her and then almost oh, that's her, right. oh never mind never mind oh. <laughs> both hands no, on the wheel. you're you have your permit your girlfriend's in the passenger side and then you have one of those cartoon lollipops it's a big swirl and you're just licking that <laughs> while you're a um you know a permit driver and you I'm have pretty, one of those little hats on with a propeller. Yeah, that's sort of my energy is the propeller hat. <laughs> you actually like, have that. Yeah. yeah. I went to um, a school dance when I was 13. And it was like right when everyone was like, okay, we got to be hot now. And the boys school is coming. And all the girls were in like tank tops oh, and not get that memo. foam platform shoes. Yeah, I did not either. And I knew I couldn't compete with these girls with their like lip gloss and stuff. Oh, yeah. And I didn't, know I, I didn't know I was like queer or whatever. But I just didn't want to be involved in the whole thing so to combat it i went joke so i went hat with a propeller overalls <laughs> for real for real i went Tig, you called it full, yeah i went in well, character look at may's face and tell me what other hat is gonna go on there you're gonna put a propeller on on may's head yeah that's right yeah oh i gotta buy one of those on amazon now halloween's coming and look i would buy it at an independent retailer if i knew where. did you know after the school dance, when you had overalls and a propeller hat on, did you then know you were queer? I was just doing a bit the whole time. And okay. I always just wanted to hang out with the teachers. And I always Me had a too. crush on my I love teachers. my teachers. Yeah. Yeah. And they used to come around with a pineapple at the dances. And oh. they'd say, I know. It's they'd Canada. Go, you got to be a pineapple apart. <laughs> and they'd no put way. the pineapple between you and the boys because the boys would get semis and be like grinding. What? And I, I wanted that. Like, I was into the boys. I, I Ian Peach, I was uh, in oh, love yeah. with. But I We've knew he wasn't going to choose me. Yeah, so I preemptively was like, no, no, I'm just kidding around. I don't even want you to dance with me, even though I was desperate for him to get us at me and for the pineapple to come. They really <laughs> put a pineapple between people. I have it never feels like heard of that. You could use a football. It'd be like they're much lighter thing, like a stuffed animal. Like, why carry around <laughs> a, heavy, 
a heavy fruit with spikes on it. I know. Like, like they were trying to make it like it fun, the but size of a football. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which is in the PE room. <laughs> All the queers laughing at the football jokes. But yes, I mean. So they're like, like they're like, Martha, you got to go to the grocery store to get that pineapple. Get that pineapple. If we don't get a, wait, can we get a morning announcement about the pineapple? <laughs> hey, uh, if you're planning to go to the dance later tonight, then just be prepared that the teachers are going to come around with a pineapple to put in between you so that nothing happens that's not supposed to happen no semis semis <laughs> in the background martha can you please go get that pineapple <laughs> Would the dance be off if they forgot to get a large pineapple? Yeah, maybe. Because what else? Yeah, I, I remember that not only were they going around with the pineapple, but they would remind <laughs> you on like the um, megaphone, like periodically, remember, pineapple apart. Stick. Pineapple <laughs> so, apart is kind of a great pineapple, pineapple apart. apart. Was it everyone in your school <laughs> just a nerd, including the teacher? <laughs> I think every other yeah, teacher. Pineapple apart. <laughs> All the teachers had propeller hats too. I mean, there's so many dances that have happened around the country and world. And how is it that Fortune and I, and I'm certain, Thomas, have you heard about Pineapple Apart? I have not, and I'm Canadian. So. And you're Canadian. Okay. Okay. So. Was this a Catholic school, May? Anglican. How did so many dances happen without pineapple apart i know i know. I, I, I know that's why and teen pregnancy was on the rise and it was <laughs> in <like>, america <laughs> but so like Where there's some pineapples <laughs> going around with the pineapple and so after they've come over and separated you and the guy then <laughs> after when they move on that's your moment they're not going to come back to you for a while that's your moment to grind <laughs> before they make the oh rounds you gotta get that grind like, that is the... so fun i'm just now realizing that they have to really be on top of that with yeah. that age group because it's so new being I'm able so to horny. touch people and mm -hmm. and like if if the teachers walk off with the pineapple to someone else yeah who knows who knows you're gonna be pregnant with yeah pineapple <laughs> apart but also you know, just let you know the best let part grind, you know let what's the best true. part let them grind, May's right. The best part, though, is that at the end of the night, Martha has a pineapple to make her famous <laughs> pineapple upside down cake. Okay, wait a minute. We have our first handsome bumper sticker, and it's Martha has a pineapple. <laughs> Martha has a pineapple. Did you know in the uh, olden days, like, and here's a fact coming your way, in the, like, why we're 1700s here. or 1700s, 1600s, they used to, you could rent a pineapple just to show that you were wealthy at your party because they were so exotic and so expensive. Like, in England, you'd rent a pineapple and pretend it was yours and just put it on the table and be like, oh, yeah, we wow. got one. Yeah. Somebody People should be like, fact oh, check my. that listening. <laughs> That um that seems yeah. May. How do you know all these facts? Quote unquote. May has dated a lot, and how else are you gonna date if you don't have 
useless facts and a propeller on your head. Look, I can't drive. All I got is facts. You do have all these facts. All May has is facts and a pineapple apart. I just hate that they couldn't, that they had to rent the pineapple, that they couldn't just own the pineapple and eat it. Maybe we should start a side business together. Pineapple rentals. Pineapple apart. Pineapple apart. Pineapple apart. Please hold. (laughs) Please hold for Pineapple Apart. Do you know the extension you wish to read? Uh, Martha? Yeah, Martha. <laughs> She's still working. Hi, y'all. I'm re- real busy. The the dance is over, and I'd like to get into this pineapple upside down cake that I just made. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we just have one pineapple that we rent out. For... <laughs> I'd like to get Can everybody please the... leave me alone? I am trying to <laughs> indulge in this cake that I have been taking all afternoon to make. <laughs> And I'll tell you this, this is some of the best pineapple I have ever put in my cake in my life. And you know what I think makes it even better is that it kept at least 50 kids from getting pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) The other 50? Not so lucky. We didn't have enough pineapples to keep them apart. No, they were a banana apart. Martha doesn't even work at the school. She just, she works for the pineapple company. So she she's comes just with a loose pineapple. cannon that shows up to the school with a pineapple <laughs> saying pineapple <laughs> apart and they're like excuse me do you work here no but i do not no. want any pregnancies Can and so pineapple apart? I'm, I'm here to do the lord's work i'm here to I'm, keep people apart with this pineapple okay i'm really just desperate to get into making that cake after <laughs> Oh my God! Can everybody leave their pot, leave the pineapples in the tray over there? I'm gonna need to take these with me. Thank you. I cannot see Martha as anyone other than a lunatic that came in the side door with a pineapple. Everybody, out of really? the way. everybody out of the way, okay? I have oh my business God. to attend to, and I'm a, Martha is very pro life. Oh, absolutely she is. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Pineapple apart. Pineapple apart. (laughs) If this does not work, I will expect you to perform all of the duties expected of a young mother. Yeah, next time you see one of those photographs of people protesting outside abortion clinics, Uh you zoom in real close to see Martha in the back with her pineapple. Eating her pineapple upside down cake. How old were y'all, May? Were you like 14? Yeah, 13. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 13. I mean, shortly after I was like dating men and doing cocaine, but there was a brief moment where I was so innocent. Yeah, I was, I in was that so little, innocent. 13. I was in that propeller hat with pineapple apart. Do you want to hear my sad, I went to a, a school dance story? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Guess who also didn't know they were gay? Me. I'm going to guess all of us. Yeah. Oh my God. All of our awkwardness. All three of us walking into school dances. Trying to oh, find that Lord. dude to dance with us. So I show up in some nice ironed slacks, mm. a nice mm. ironed button down blouse. Yep. Beautiful. Uh, hold on, it does not end there. I had some nice <laughs> lace-up shoes. I had me some, I had a a vest. No, like yeah. a waistcoat. Like a, a waistcoat? Yeah, you're looking like a little, uh, you know, Victorian dapper sure. street urchin. Yeah. <laughs> well, guess who got stopped at the door and sent home? <gasps> 
because no. you didn't have a dress on. That's right. And Shut let me wow. tell you, I it took everything in. It was such a big leap for me to even get out of my Van Halen concert yeah. T-shirt to even put that circus of an outfit on. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God, this is I was so uncomfortable, like dressed up. And yeah. I got to the door and they sent me home. Oh, that is so fucked up. Those are different times. Oh my god, I was devastated. I was like I bet. I thought I was like, whoa, I got so dressed up. You're like, yeah, this is the nicest I've ever looked. Yeah, it's the (laughs) nicest. I still to this day it's the nicest I ever looked. Yeah. 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 The pretty little lady. Pretty little lady was showing up to to get a pineapple apart kind of evening going on. Mm -hmm. And um, now would you would you put on some makeup at that age? Like no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, That's no. fucked. This is the thing with like, if gender roles were what so... What are you laughing at, Fortune? I'm just thinking... <laughs> the idea of you putting on makeup. No, 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 no. What were you saying, May? I was going to say, if gender roles were so are so innate, as people say they are, then why do they have to be so heavily policed? Like, if, you know what I mean? If... Mm. We wouldn't be constantly having to, uh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's absolutely horrifying. Like I, yeah, you know, I know there's so much in like the therapy world of like you look back or you try and take care of your inner child or you, yes. you try and have compassion. And, and I do, I have compassion for myself with, you mm-hmm. know, mistakes I made and terrible ways I was treated as a child. But that is one of those things where it was truly so crushing was so crushing and because you don't understand it right it's like yeah and they didn't understand what a leap it was for me to even put that dapper pretty little lady outfit on to go to the the dance and by the way not a line of fellas wanting to be (laughs) less (laughs) than a pineapple apart (laughs) from me god it was such a mess back then in people's heads and like I remember being so confused because I I went to an all girls school. And so on the one hand, everyone's like, you're a girl, you're a girl. But then even the kids in my class, like I remember them freaking out and making fun of me because I wore foundation one day and they Mm. like and or nail polish. And they like they were like, May's wearing makeup. And it's like they were all wearing makeup, but they were making fun of me like I was a boy wearing makeup and nail polish because they did sort of see me yeah, that way because yeah, yeah. I had short mm-hmm. hair so I'm like well, which is it like yeah. and then I had to be I was like no someone oh no my brother's friend just put nail polish on me I didn't do it myself yeah, and, yeah. like and I was so boy crazy but then boys would always tell me I was gay like the I remember oh, my boyfriend when I was 15 that I was like so in love with I'm like and he's like you're gay and I was like I just had an orgasm <laughs> like, oh my God. I, like what are you talking about <laughs> I'm yeah. gay for you dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah at my mom's second wedding when she got remarried and so this would have been like i don't know t- t- 10 11 years ago i wore a sweater vest and slacks Beautiful. again like so dressed up for me mm-hmm. and somebody at her wedding was like are you going home to change before the wedding like to like telling <gasps> asking if i'm going to go put on a dress and i was like oh my what? god <laughs> God, fortune. Like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I better head out and get myself cleaned up. I thought I looked so nice. I was like, I got my sweater vest. I had a tie on, and oh she went. She was God. straight up like, "Are you going to go change into what? what? Like, 
I'm, and why does she think it's up to her to put like was it martha <laughs> it might have been martha yeah yeah so that was just like 11 10 years ago i was like so what'd you, know. you say to her i think i was just like no i think that's all i could muster <laughs> no. up because i think i was so shocked you know of like, course i don't think i at that point had not been in a dress yeah for you know a number of years so i was just like all right lady i don't think you got the memo yeah now when i was in junior high though my mom would dress me this is when she wanted me to be a pretty little lady uh -huh. yeah. and so <laughs> you were pa a pageant yeah girl. you were doing was, pageants yeah i know pageants but um like debutante stuff oh, yeah, that yeah. old southern stuff and so but my mom would dress like shop for me at like Lane Bryant or like these older like Ann Taylor Loft. Like what are these older people's <laughs> places where? So I have a picture of me in ninth grade with my date, who he's gay now. We were the gays going together, <laughs> and I am in. I, I will post it. I actually think we should have everyone. If you have a funny picture of you at a dance in junior yeah. high, middle school, you gotta. <laughs> well, that was the only one I went to post it and tag us we want to see these handsome looks that you had uh, but i had like a floral like blouse with with shoulder pads a giant like uh, flowy cream colored skirt pantyhose and well, yeah. a kitten and a kitten heel oh my and I god i look like i look like martha i look like <laughs> Like, I loved the hand 60. motion you did for Kitten Heel. A kitten, <laughs> he a kitten heel. He looked 65. I looked 65 <laughs> at the ninth grade dance. And I will post this picture on our handsome page. Truly, my mom was like crying, like, you've never looked better. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like dying inside, like, get me out of here. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god. Can we recreate the Oh my gosh. Here's another thing, Thomas, for our uh field day excursion. The three of us need to get dressed up like pretty little ladies for prom. <laughs> well, luckily I'll just be in my propeller hat and some overalls. <laughs> I will have to be I'm gonna be in a vest, slacks and pants, and then Fortune's gonna be in her uh retirement uniform. Oh my god, I'm gonna post this picture for you guys to enjoy handsome pod on our socials but you, i am desperate to see other people's looks yes. from junior high and middle school okay i'll dig one out i'm thinking of one picture in particular where like it's a group of girls who are just like know who they are they're they, you can tell they feel good in their bodies they're they look yeah. cool and if you pan over just at the end of this line of cool girls is this monstrosity i got braces acne <laughs> i'm standing i'm like a <laughs> spider monkey like my limbs are too long i don't know how to stand like it is just heartbreaking <laughs> so i'll find that one it's wild oh my gosh It is funny that we have been talking about dances and our experience with that and pineapples. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> our question today is from Natalie Maines of The Chicks. She's a Grammy award-winning singer and songwriter. I'm lucky enough to be friends with her. She sent us a very fun question. Now, Tig and May have not heard this question. That's right. And... Um, I think you're going to really enjoy it. I will be so curious to hear what y'all's answers are. Well, let's hear it. All right, let's hear it. 
Hello, my handsomes. So my question for you is, if world peace depended on it, what male celebrity would you fuck? <laughs> okay. First of, all, <laughs> first of all, I loved my handsomes as a thing. Right? Yes. And yeah. second of all, this question is going to be easy for May. Yeah. I mean, I know. <laughs> I love when Natalie said it because I was like, "Oh, fuck!" She goes, "Yeah." I mean, that's about what I love about Natalie the most. She's just like, "I don't care." Well, yeah, she's famous for it. Yeah, right? world peace so would not have to be a factor for me to have sex with a male celebrity. Wow, amazing! Like, I got a bunch of these names lined up. Yeah, Tig and I would have to. World peace would have to be on the table for Tig yeah. and myself. I yeah. think I would probably, honestly, date you, Fortune before yeah. i would yeah <laughs> really so are Were you guys- sleep with a man i would do it for world peace no not me no <laughs> wait okay I'm i need to te- know that i'm just i'm i'm, I'm teasing of course i'm down let's, for the cause let the suffering continue <laughs> i thought you were gonna say i'm down for the cock and i was like that is so on you to say i know right Have you guys had sex with men i am a gold star baby i've never had sex with a man that's so cool i like to leave this mysterious <laughs> oh sure okay. yeah yeah, right. yeah fair Wait. enough maybe i have maybe i have never interesting <laughs> i like it and we like may it. we know your answer may is a virgin cross yeah. the board virgin <laughs> i go way overboard i think in protesting and like making it clear that I, that I'm attracted to men cuz I think it challenges people's perceptions and also I get annoyed at people just assuming based on like how narrow people's ideas are of what you know what a someone who's attracted to men looks like and right. so I, I sometimes go way overboard I'm like I'm no listen I'm going to make up for it, it. <laughs> 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 I love men listen to me now I love them listen uh, to me are you listening <laughs> I will say this though. All right, there are some lesbians who are like Ugh, gross. Mm-hmm. I can never think of a gross men are, are yucky. I th- think there are so many very attractive men. Mm-hmm. Of I course, have I people like, are just people. Yeah, skin lights skin. are off. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. I always am suspect when people when their celebrity crushes are so obvious like even when like straight friends of mine are like i love ryan gosling i'm like i think you're gay because i think if oh. you got people have nuanced crushes and it's oh like, like he's considered handsome he's, so that's kind of like a bandwagon thing is that what yeah, you mean like it's so obvious i'm like okay but what are you into like what right i, I like, mean i get that he's hot i don't know i'm being you want a more nuanced yeah thing like i think this person's hot because of this interesting trait yeah about them not that they they were on the sexiest man alive cover exactly the people magazine sexiest yeah. man alive which is always like the rock <laughs> yeah yeah the rock isn't my type okay no i mean if you look you're if not you put a muscle stephanie, gal no i'm not <laughs> if you put stephanie up against the rock you'll see that They're it's not just, <laughs> you know especially if you keep them a pineapple apart but i just uh he's just not my type but i can see you know why people would really be into like a big strong man right <laughs> i just want him to boss me around or just hold me tight yeah what is, what would your give me like top three or a couple of names to well I do find men attractive and I've been attracted yeah. to men and I really don't think it's that crazy of a of a leap no yeah no yeah. not at all 
I just feel like attraction fluid it's fluid gender sexuality it's just like it's like right there it can something can change your mind your thinking you you can be really i've been close to guys where i'm like do You're i like, are have we in love? feelings yeah. for this guy i mean totally. we're, yeah. yeah yeah but then i meet a girl and i'm like I think it's so different it's right? a little yes. different <laughs> but you know who i really enjoy who I kind of have a giddy little crush on is, <laughs> well, now I'm blushing. You're blushing. I know, I'm look blushing. at you. Pretty little lady. I get teased all the time when I'm around him because I am like, I'm so giddy around this guy. Is uh, And he's kind of a cliche. Yeah. Uh, his name's Billy. Oh, Billy. I know who you're going to say. Mm-hmm. Billy? Billy. Who, Billy, you worked with him. Corgan, I did work. No, with Billy. oh Billy, oh what's his name? Crudup. Oh Crudup. Crudup. That's right. Oh yeah, he's got like a chiseled jaw, kind of bad boy face. I mean, you're giggly around them. Oh my gosh, I am like <laughs> I love Billy so much, and yeah. when we work together, and then we've socialized together as well. Stephanie truly is like, well, I guess I'll just go find something else to do. You two are <laughs> locked into each other. Oh, I love but it! Like I love laughing with him mm-hmm. and making yeah. him laugh. I just get so, so yeah. like pretty little lady around him. I uh, love the, that. the hottest thing is funny people. Like they got to be funny. Oh my I also, gosh. Yeah, I don't love like overly confident men. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I like kind of sh- shy and funny and a little weird and they mm-hmm. laugh a lot and they're like generous laughers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, Billy, I saw on um, Almost Famous and I was like, of course, this guy's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And I love that kind of mustache. On, mm-hmm. on yeah. Oh, really? Oh, really? my God. Yes, please. Wow. We're learning so much about TIG today. <laughs> yeah. Handlebar, handlebar. Yeah. Thomas, I say don't grow your mustache uh, down on the sides or else um, your Yo, boss might out. be a little inappropriate. Watch out but, for pretty little lady over <laughs> yeah, there. Pretty little lady is going to come out <laughs> lurking out around. <laughs> but um, I, of course, thought he was so gorgeous on Uh almost famous i don't know if it's just to me everyone thinks he looks great in that movie right yeah yeah Yeah. for sure okay so then i go about my life Mm -hmm. and then i'm on the morning show and i know billy's gonna be on that i'm not like oh i can't wait to see you don't get dressed up (laughs) get dressed up in your vest on your first well, day I was work. in, you know, pantsuits and stuff, so it is okay. kind of my style, you know, <laughs> but I certainly wasn't getting dressed up like that for Billy. And then I'm on set with him, and I'm just like, this guy is the... I just had such a fun connection with him, and mm-hmm. I can't... Like, as soon as I walk into a party or I see him in any room, I'm like... Stephanie always goes, oh, boy. All right. Well, bye-bye. And I just beeline over it. <laughs> I love that. It's so funny. Fortune, what what about you? Who's I would say, and this is more of like a, obviously, because he's super handsome. I'm a Channing Tatum gal. Really? Wow, yeah. I like those magic mic <laughs> gyrating moves. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, if oh he made gosh. that noise while he did the dance, 
Oh, this is that's the clip that's going to go online. I met him and he was so sweet and yeah. cute and just funny. He made like we'll DM each other every now and then and mm-hmm. he makes me laugh. I don't know him well. We're not like besties, but he's not like Billy in your life, right? That's right. Yeah. But he's worked with one of my best friends a lot and she adores him. He's so cool. But I just yeah, he does it for me. That's like that's magic mic moves like him. yeah. I might even let him pick me up, and I don't let anyone pick me up. <laughs> oh my god! I, I mean, even let him. Pick me up. <laughs> he might. He might I hurt love it. That it got to that point. <laughs> he might like, hurt his back. He might hurt his back. <laughs> it's it's like some random thing of like, I might even let Billy give me a piggyback ride. <laughs> But yeah, he's my guy. I love him. Oh my god! Listen, how girly, just like giddy. Yeah, yeah. You are both blushing right now. I know my face is red because <laughs> we don't. Tig and I probably don't think about this that often, but well, I do when I see Billy. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one more experience that is gonna shock you because this is the total opposite of Channing Tatum. I had an experience when I was back in my Groundlings days, uh, when I was in Sunday Company, James Gandolfini from mm-hmm. The Sopranos huh. came mm-hmm. to our show. He knew a guy in my company. Did you let and him pick you up? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, but it was like the height of The Sopranos. The show was so popular. And I hadn't even watched the show yet. I ended up watching it later. And we went, I went to the restaurant and um, we ate. And all of us are broke. We're like struggling comedians. And he paid the whole bill and the waiters came around with second rounds of drinks for everybody. And they're like, James got this. And we're like, oh my God. And when you're broke, you're like, oh my God, that's so nice. Even when you're not broke, it's still nice. It's lovely. (laughs) So I went over to him afterwards and I said, oh my God, James, like, thank you so much. I think they call him Jim, but you know, we weren't to that level yet. And I said, thank you so much for dinner and drinks. That was so cool. And he like put me in this bear hug and (laughs) pulled me in. And he kind of like whispered in my ear. He was like, you're so fucking funny. And (gasps) the way he just like encapsulated me, you know, Uh because I'm a big gal. And he made me feel like a dainty, pretty little lady. Yes. And I all of a sudden Uh found myself going... hysterically giggling squealing and laughing like a little girl like so in love yeah whatever he did see that in real life i could not believe i left that restaurant that night being like did i (laughs) just (laughs) fall for james candelfini if i did i think i did he was so magnetic and just like something about this like I'm gonna protect you and like I was like yeah. oh he my, said I that too? Like, no, I just <laughs> that was the feeling. I was Well now we safe. know how to get fortune away from the grips of Jack. So just know. go give her a bear hug and say you're so fucking funny. I felt safe in his arms, y'all. I love and, that. And he bought me dinner. I, I, not many men have bought me dinner. And so two that, rounds that of drinks. Got me. Yeah. And were you so. just driving home on cloud nine? <laughs> yes. It was crazy. And crazy. were you driving home on cloud nine like, yeah. like the car? <laughs> I, I don't. No man has ever had that effect on me the way that I like giggled that night. Yeah. So yeah, those are 
my guys. I have a couple names, but I have a story like that that was very surprising to me where I didn't expect to have that reaction to this man. But I used to work as one of those charity fundraisers on the street with a binder. You know, have you ever seen those people? They're like, excuse me, do you have a minute for oh, yes, this charity? I've done yeah. that. Huh? You ha- yeah, so I did that. Green and It was for the, the AIDS Committee of Toronto. And um, I, I was freezing cold, middle of winter, like mm-hmm. snowing. One of the best jobs you can get. One of the best winter jobs <laughs> for a young whippersnapper. So, yes. And I was probably stoned, like red eyes and just standing there for hours. And my hands are numb, you know. And then these Propeller two people on walk head. by. <laughs> Propeller spinning in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these two people walk by and... Um, I go, you have a minute for the AIDS Committee of Toronto. And one of them just turns to me and goes, uh, what is this? And, and no one else had been stopping for me. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Antonio Banderas. And mm. he, like, takes his sunglasses off and it's Antonio Banderas. And Antonio and, uh, Banderas. And he's with Melanie Griffith. And I, I should have said, yeah, do you want to donate money? But I, I immediately panicked and was like, no, forget, don't worry about it. I'll forget it. Uh, you'd have to give your, your details and you don't have to do that. And, and he was really like, no, I want to help. I, w- I would love to give you my email address. I would love to give you my... <laughs> and then all I remember is him taking my hand in his hand. Like, I was like, nice to meet you. And we shook you hands. You didn't say his... your legacy will be great? Amazing callback. <laughs> wow. Nice to <laughs> He took both my hands, like, or sorry, my one hand. He wrapped it, encapsulated mm. it in his warm Antonio Banderas mm. large hands. Yeah. And my numb little frozen hand was in his hands and he was just so kind and warm and then so hot. As, oh my god i was like okay uh, yeah love it mm-hmm. uh but my thing is like bigger features no one too like scrawny or muscly so we're mm-hmm. talking javier bardem we're mm. talking boston rob from survivor survivor really? winner and mvp <laughs> i would not expect that you know what i got pretty giggly meeting nick offerman the other day i'd never met oh, him oh yeah i got pretty uh pretty little lady pretty around little him. lady came out nick offerman reminds me of my my real father oh really yes okay so yeah. that's not I've good never for met you <laughs> you never met my real father I never met your real father or Nick Offerman. <laughs> uh, Cameron and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the best friend. Oh, in the in Succession. Yeah, he's kind okay. of Alan Ruck. He's kind of like shy and. But you weird. liked him more in the um, Ferris Bueller days. Yeah. Are you reading off a list right now? Yeah, it does. That yeah, is I wrote hilarious. And, and May did not even know this question in advance. So and May just was taking walks notes. around with a list of hot men. <laughs> I've been writing while you guys were talking. Not that I wasn't listening. George Harrison, Elliot Smith, Joshua Jackson. And then I had a dream where I was married to um, Eminem, Marshall Mathers. In my waking life, life, not attracted to him at all. But this dream was so detailed and I felt like I understood him so much. He was so misunderstood. Mm -hmm. And I remember just waking up and being like, I'm in love with Marshall Mathers. Mm -hmm. Wow. But yeah, that's sort of my... Your list is all over the place do you think i think they all think they're pretty different right i only recognized one person on the list nick offerman (laughs) (laughs) i don't well no i know who eminem is some of these people let me see like paul mezcal in about 15 years will be how can we work it out to where we do another field trip a handsome field trip and we go Mm -hmm. on a triple date with our because i know i could get billy I feel like we could get Channing eventually. I, okay, we'll get Channing. We can get Nick Offerman. We can get Billy. Let's do it. We triple have to go date. on a triple date. We film it. We upload for the people. I am so up for that. Oh, wow. I, 
Oh. And it's just all of us giggling the whole time. Yes. Us three giggling. And they're like, and we have to wear dresses. <laughs> no, don't no, make me wear a dress. I'm going as a little twink gay boy. That's going to be my vibe. Okay, well, I'm wearing a gown for Billy. Okay. Yeah. I will say, I've never seen the three of us be so giggly. <laughs> I know. We're all like grinning. And in my fantasy of the triple day. This big old gay podcast. And we're like... <laughs> Can we go on a Ferris wheel with them? A Ferris Bueller's wheel? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Well, I think this question got everybody going because Natalie was the one that came up with this question and she was super stoked about it. Now she is single and ready to mingle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Natalie's last album with the chicks, Gaslighter, talks about love and the complications of it and it coming to an end. Yeah. Now she's entering that phase of like what's Mm -hmm. next Mm -hmm. so i think she was pretty stoked to answer i have one natalie main story yeah give it to us when i first moved to los angeles i would say in the my first year of living there maybe 27 years ago Mm -hmm. and i had a show and i know at the time the chicks were called the dixie chicks and i was like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh the dixie chicks are here Mm mm-hmm and it was a tiny, tiny intimate room, you know, like the little room at Largo, you know, yeah. that, mm. that's how big that room was. And so I'm staring at all three Dixie chicks in a room that seats maybe 40 people. And I had only been doing stand up for like six months or something. Mm-hmm. And then I wrapped up my set. And uh, it's this isn't a great story. It's just the one story I have. <laughs> oh, and, um, and as I was walking out... <laughs> I I walked past them and they were all, you know, very kind and complimented my set. And I was, you know, a brand new stand-up comedian. And then I walked out to my car and then they walked out to their car. Mm -hmm. And then they were standing there and one of them, it might have been Natalie, said, oh, yeah, we're just following you home now. We liked you so much. And I, was like, I can totally oh. see her saying yeah. that. Yeah, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow, I guess they really did like me a lot. <laughs> um, I think it was probably the first celebrity. Yeah. I was going to say a gaggle of celebrities that complimented me, but, you know, gaggles of celebrities don't really. There are three of them. Yeah. That is very thrilling. They are like pretty, that. they're awesome. Like the nicest, coolest. Yeah. And I hadn't really gotten into their music and I do love country music, but I wasn't really that familiar with them. And then this girl that I was hanging out with at the time got us tickets to Lilith Fair. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Where else are you going to go? And so we went and my head exploded. Yeah. I could not believe what incredible voices and the the show they put on oh my is God, so yeah. off the charts. It's mm. so off the charts. I was like, they've got me now. Yeah. They got me wrapped in their bear hug. <laughs> and they're still <laughs> performing. I mean, they're, no, they, I just, know. they just wrapped their two-year North American tour. They're about to go to Australia. And I was watching it because I've been listening to them since I was 18. And I was watching them just, I, I we talked about it in a, in another episode where I got to sing with them. I don't want to brag, but I'm watching mm. them. They're like one of the most talented oh, bands. Yeah. Like Natalie yeah. can sing her face off like nobody's business. And then and, the fiddle and the banjo. And the fiddle, the banjo, yeah. like, oh my God. And like, you're like, nobody does this. Yeah. yeah. And their harmonies. I mean, they're just so good and they're still killing Unreal. it. Well, let's hear what, uh, let's hear what Natalie's answers were. Again, she had a lot, she had a lot. I was like, calm down. <laughs> 
Well, since this is a very easy question for me to answer, I decided to do my top five. So uh, here we go, my top five for world peace. A couple of these guys, I'm sure, are married or taken, but their wives are going to understand because it's for world peace. So number five, Paul Rudd. Funny and cute. What's better than that? Number four, Kendrick Sampson. Total hottie. Number three, Captain Jason from Below Deck Down Under. Wow. Number two, kind of expected, but it's Brad Pitt. Hacky. I mean, who can't <laughs> say Brad Pitt? And then coming in at number one, mm-hmm. Jason Siegel. Okay. Never uh-huh. met him. Don't know a thing about him, but he seems super funny, super cute. There you go. You guys, my top five. Really? Wow. I know, right? Wow. When I heard um, Brad Pitt and uh, Paul Rudd, I was like doing my judgmental thing of like, she's gay. It's too obvious. Then we got to the more esoteric, the Jason Seagulls. I was like, okay, I'm buying it, Natalie. You, th- you think if someone thinks Brad Pitt's hot, they're gay? <laughs> okay, it's a flawed theory. It <laughs> just sort of... I find, I don't know. <laughs> unfortunately, I, don't know. I know a lot of lesbians want her to be gay. Um, they're big fans. But yeah. unfortunately, she... Yeah, she's not. She likes that D. Mm-hmm. She likes that D. She likes that D, ladies. Sorry. Wow. But we still we still love them. You see a lot of lesbians at their show just scream singing those songs. <laughs> that was a really strong list, though. I liked that. That was yeah. a good list, yeah. Well, maybe she can come on our date, our uh, group date. We have to get one of the non the non married ones. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go to that list. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I I'm scared for you know. I know Billy is with Naomi Watts. And so that's the only thing that gives me hope that I have a chance because I do feel like we have a lot of similarities. Very similar. Yeah, me and her. Well, you seen Mulholland Drive? No. No. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Is she Australian? Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, she's Australian. She's an amazing actor. No. 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 You got to see I Heart Huckabees. No. (laughs) No. No, 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 I haven't. Anyway, anyways. Oh no, we're blowing my chance with Billy. <laughs> we are off the rails on this this episode and I love it. Yeah, I am giddy. <laughs> I can't wait for our quad date. I can't Same. either. This has been probably one of our more insightful mm-hmm episodes of handsome i mean yeah. the straightest sides of all three of us just came flying out and we would yeah. love to hear from our listeners who they would be attracted to that's maybe not their typical type right yeah absolutely mm-hmm. thank you to natalie mains for your question yes. go Go see the chicks on tour if you live in Australia and New Zealand. They'll be out there. Yeah, and Natalie, let me know if you remember that interaction we had 27 years ago. Oh, (laughs) certainly she remembers. Certainly. I'm sure she brought it up to you, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just like uh, Lance Bass remembers that photo I took with him when I was on the restaurant camera. Yeah. Well... Thank you guys for listening to uh, this week's episode of Handsome and follow us on social media so you can see all these pictures and content we're going to be putting up. 
uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever that's called now. Fortune, do you have any uh, things coming up you want to promote? Yeah, I have some live stand-up dates. I'll be at Largo tonight if any of you handsome folks want to come to a show in Los Angeles. Then I've got Oakland, California on October 21st. Evansville, Indiana coming up. Dayton, Ohio. Charleston, West Virginia. Then after Thanksgiving, we have Grand Rapids and Royal Oak, Michigan, Kansas City, and St. Louis, Missouri. Louisville. And then I just added a bunch of shows in St. Petersburg, Jacksonville, West Palm Beach, Florida, and Chicago. You can go to fortunefemster.com for tickets. I, I always plug these Largo shows, but I'm there on the 12th and the 22nd, and tickets are at the Largo website. Tig, what about you? I am uh, going on my European tour, October 17th, Brighton, October 19th, Manchester, October 23rd, Dublin, October 26th, London, and then I'm back in the States, October 28th, La Crosse, Wisconsin, then I am going to be recording my next stand-up special in Brooklyn, November 4th. But most importantly, most importantly, um, tell your pals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because maybe the word will get back to Alan Ruck and he'll listen to this episode <laughs> and be like, God, I got a true fan. If you do like the podcast, which it does seem like people are into it uh, with the uh, growing numbers that we're getting, which I want to thank everyone for that. Also, yeah, me too. it's it's really incredible to see the show grow so fast. Yeah. But if you want to keep the show going. Keep listening. And it's so important to click subscribe and also give us a a five-star rating if you do believe that we've done a good job. And tell a friend. I'll take a four-star. Like that, if, if, you know. We don't want that. We want five, baby. Of course we want five, but I mean, I wouldn't be Four stars for May. Five for me and Fortune. (laughs) This episode alone where we've gotten Tig to reveal her male crush, that alone deserves a (laughs) five-star. That's right. Come on. And, and and even send an episode. If you think it's funny, send it to a friend that isn't familiar with the show. Yeah. And um, lure them into the handsome world. Yeah, the handsome world. Let's make a handsome world. Let's build a handsome world. This is a handsome world we live in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's make it a bigger, handsomer world. That's right, y'all. So you know what you have to do. Keep, Keep it, it handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Handsome is hosted by me, Tig Notaro, Mae Martin, and Fortune Themester. The show is produced, recorded, and edited by Thomas Willette. Email us at handsomepod at gmail.com. Follow us on social media at handsomepod.